first speakers, Hemanta Acharya. Professionally, Hemanta is a registered nurse and is a youth coordinator at the Association of Bhutanese in Australia in the Sydney area. Um, has been an active volunteer since arrival in Australia in 2008. And she hosts an Australian-based Nepali television show, Lok Lahari. So she's taken time out of her busy schedule today to come and talk to us and tell us about her journey here to Australia. So please welcome Himanta for us, please. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for the introduction. I should have asked for a special one that has, you know, <laughs> a small height. <laughs> um, I'd like to begin by uh, saying good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you, Australia, for giving me one eye. I was born with one eye. I always wished to see clear and far distance like everyone else, but unfortunately, it was too blurry. By saying this, I'm referring it to my life back in refugee camp when my only identity was, uh, was a daughter of refugee parents, Bhutanese refugee. Being a refugee of a country that I, that I had never seen and being and culture never practiced and the language not spoken, it was awful. It was too blurry. It was even painful when the country I was born in Nepal marginalized me and rejected me as a refugee, like a mother abandoning her own child. Despite all that, I had access to education, food and shelter, just enough to live. Due to the enormous effort put on by UNHCR, Caritas Nepal and um, other related organizations. I had one eye because I had enough to live, I could see, I could only dream, but I couldn't see any ways to fulfill them. I could make future plans and set goals, but they were too far and pretty impossible to see them happening living in refugee camps. I'll never forget the day when UNSCR, along with IOM, gave us some hope uh, by introducing a resettlement program. The day I received travel documents to come to Australia felt like I received my other eye. I felt like I would be able to see far distance with clear vision very soon. So that's me when I was very little. Um, though I was in a refugee camp living with limited access to uh, food education or um, education or other facilities, um, we used to find ways to remain happy even living in camp. And we used to define our own happiness. There were many intelligent people and talented people in the society, however, they did not have good platform and opportunities to utilize their skills and um, abilities. So we had free education up to year 10, but if, you, if, I, wanted to do, uh, uh, if I wanted to study further, uh, I would have to uh, have money, which we didn't have. And uh, unfortunately, the uh, Nepal government uh, they, uh, we needed to have uh, citizenship to study major uh, degrees such as doctor or doctor. So uh, we didn't have, uh, we didn't, even if we wanted to study, if we wanted to do do uh, you know, doctor, uh, we, were not, we were not able to. 
We had local health care centers uh, where there would be thousands of people, uh, people coming there with only about eight to ten nurses and one doctor. And sometimes he would come or she would come uh, once in a week or once in two weeks. So uh, the houses that where we lived were made up of bamboo and thatches. Um, sun as well as rain would penetrate the roof and at times we used to, we were not able to sleep at night uh, due to the rain and friends and relatives were dying every day due to preventable diseases, treatable diseases and we were not able to do anything there. Um, I still remember the moment when my, one of my close friends, she died due to typhoid and because of the limited um, access to healthcare, we were, not, we were not able to save her. And uh, more than financial hardship, we, uh, we were actually struggling to find our own identity um, and that's the main thing where we were unhappy, not because of the financial uh, support we didn't have, but uh, because of the inabilities to use the strength that we had, abilities that we had for the betterment of the community or um, the world. Um, because of the hardship that I uh, and my, uh, my families or my uh, uh, neighbors experienced, I always dreamed of becoming health professional uh, to, to minimize those premature deaths and you know, that were caused by uh, preventable and treatable diseases. And here I am today as a registered nurse. Um, so this this is a um, paint uh, who painted by one of our talented artists, Noel Katiora. Uh, he is in Australia at the moment, and he is uh, working as registered nurse as well. And he is using his artwork to help. Uh, mental health uh, people, like people with mental illnesses, uh, and then advocating for them. Uh, this is a picture, uh, this is a paint that I did uh, myself, just, um, just to showcase uh, in a mother-to-daughter relationship, similar to how Australia accepted us as, our, as uh, her daughter or her child. Um, and after coming to Australia, uh, you know, I felt like I had a sense of freedom. Uh, I was able to do anything that I wanted to do. Uh, I, wanted to, I could use the abilities and skills that I have for the betterment of not only myself, my community, but for the whole world. As soon as I arrived in Australia, I started recalling my dreams, recreating, my, resetting my goals, and I could see far distance with clear vision. It was difficult at times, at the beginning, while trying to fit in in Australian society and, and trying to preserve my own culture and at the same time. However, I did not give up. I started hunting for the opportunities uh, to do something different and build my own identity. My first attempt was fulfilled when I became the chess champion in 2009 at Evans High School. And in 2010, I had another wonderful opportunity to represent Australia in a, food, in a Junior food, uh, World Cup 2010 in South Africa. Being a person who had never played football and trying to catch up with the skills level who had been playing for a while in Australia was very tough. 
My dream to represent a country that accepted me as her own came through on, uh, only because of the support I received from my community, the Bhutanese community in Sydney, my family's beliefs, and most importantly, the Football United organization that works with people from, uh, that unites people from different backgrounds and uh, creates platform for the people who has that potential. Another hope arose when I, when I uh, completed my high school in 2013 and I was awarded a Jim Anderson scholarship for my, higher, uh, for my further study to pursue my university degree as a, uh, as a Bachelor of Nursing. In parallel to pursuing my uh, education, I have been actively involved in community and community volunteering, organizing events, choreographing and um, performing in dance, um, arts, and initiating fundraising events for the earthquake victims in Nepal and any other, um, uh, when, whenever people need help all over the world. I am a registered soccer coach and have been coaching high school uh, kids for, since 2010. And at the, at the moment, I have, uh, I have been allocated as a head coach in the same school. Since 2014, I have been hosting an Australian-based Nepali television show. Uh, it's called Lok Lahari, and um, produced by My Nepal Television Australia. I just completed my Bachelor of Nursing, and I'm looking forward to work as a registered nurse. I have been working uh, through the through agency, but I haven't got the new grad. I didn't get the new grad position, and it's so hard to get a job after. <laughs> So today I would like to thank and promise UNSCR, IOM, Caritas Nepal, my families, my Bhutanese and Nepalese communities uh, around the world who always encourage me, encourage me and appreciate the work I do. And most importantly, not but, uh, last but not least, my country Australia. I will, I promise that I will contribute how much I can to bring positive changes in the society, country, and the world. That was after I came to, after eight months of arrival in Australia when I uh, went, uh, when I represented Australia and went to South Africa to play football with the boys team and boys and girls together. That's me receiving and Jim Anderson scholarship in 2013. Let's talk about the community now. <laughs> so since our um, main agenda today is about mental health, um, I would like to mention that the formal Bhutanese refugee community resettled in America, like United States of America, has the highest suicidal rate uh, following isolation, lack of sense of belonging, and poor uh, community unity. Unlike in America and other states in Australia, uh, the Bhutanese community in Sydney um, has 0% of suicidal case or mental health problems that I am aware of. Uh, in relation to social isolation and uh, difficulty in fitting in the Western society. Here are some of the approaches that we have um, proactively applied to prevent and address the issues which has been beneficial for the prevention of mental health problems within our community. 
Uh, since my arrival to Australia, my family and I received significant amount of um, emotional support um, as well as social support uh, during the transitional period from uh, the Bhutanese family who arrived in Australia prior to the resettlement program started. Uh, they would come to pick us at the airport, help us with shopping uh, during the early days and uh, they would organize community event, community gathering uh, programs to prevent isolation and provide a sense of belonging uh, when we recently arrived in Australia. We have been organizing, um, now I'm part of the organizing team, um, so we have been organizing various events for the people of different age groups, uh, which reinforces community unity and unity among us, uh, different age groups. Uh, we also work collaboratively with uh, other uh, service providers uh, who, uh, some of them are here today, um, and the wider community organizations such as Starch, um, CWS, Multicultural Services, Nepian, Migrant Access, SSI, CMRC, Parmata, and Penrith and Blackton City Councils. My apologies if I have missed anyone. Some of the main events we organize and participate in are as follows. Um, annual sports day for the people of uh, ages from four to 90 years old. Uh, actually, my grandpa is 93 now and he still wants to kick football. Um, so when uh, we create those opportunities for elderly as well as young people, uh, uh, you know, organizing those events so that they can participate into and integrate um, among us different age groups. Um, we have this celebration mainly for women. Uh, this is one of our uh, biggest uh, festival mainly for women where we pray for um, our husband's long life. So we organize those kind of events um, so that uh, women, they all come together. Empower, it empowers women and they all come together. They organize themselves um, and so that they can become proud of themselves. We have yoga classes for men and women uh, in partnership with Istash. Uh, that, that was also mainly uh, to help uh, uh, traumatized uh, refugees and migrants uh, to help them recover. We have senior gathering programs for our grandparents um, uh, in collaboration with, with Seed West. So it happens every week um, and that is helping a lot. Uh, for their good health. We do uh, participate in a regular mental health week every year and, and we also participate in other local, um, local events such as Blackton festivals, uh, other uh, Nest, um, Australian Day, Anzac Day uh, Black and other related festivals, even the Australian Cleanup Day. Hence, these are some of the most beneficial events which has helped the community uh, members to interact with people from different backgrounds, different age group, and uh, promote, it promotes a sense of belonging, sense of unity, and prevents a, sen prevents a sense of isolation. Uh, I also want to give uh, one example of myself uh, about the mental uh, health issues that could have affected me, but it did not uh, because I was lucky enough to have my family and uh, uh, my community support. Um, I finished my Bachelor of Nursing degree, however, I didn't get offer uh, for the new grad program. 
And uh, some of my friends already started working since December uh, 2015. Uh, and I was supposed to work from like March, because uh, that's when I got my registration, because of placement delay and everything. And uh, so I didn't get placed. And uh, it, I, d I did get frustrated at the beginning. Uh, you know, everyone started working and I didn't have a job now. And I started looking for a job and everywhere, uh, every time I look for, uh, I look at the marking, uh, I look at the criteria, it's asking for a year experience. I just finished my nursing degree, how am I supposed to have experience? That's the question to all the employers, either New South Wales Health or anyone who wants to employ newly registered nurses. And I bet they're more nicer. So, um, and I had this question, would I even get a job at all? But thankfully, I started working from agency uh, just to start off with. And I had my family support. And they were like, doesn't matter if you don't have a job now. You can go and enjoy your holiday. So I went to America and met my family's friends. <laughs> So it was a good opportunity after finishing uni. And finally, uh, I, didn't go, I didn't go through all the mental health issues because of that. But I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people, a lot of uh, people who do not have a strong family support or community support, who desperately want job, and then they don't have, uh, they don't have a job because uh, once you finish nursing, they only take a few uh, you know, new graduate uh, nurses and rest of them are unemployed. Why, why don't you uh, give a job or provide training to the newcomers than paying extra to the agency? They're just, get, they're just getting paid for nothing. <laughs> and finally, I just, wanna, I just wanna say thank you very much for inviting me today to share my experience. Uh, which started um, just as a dream, uh, living in a refugee camp, and today I've, uh, I've been able to fulfilling those dreams. Uh, there are still a lot of things that I want to do in life uh, to help to help people in need uh, who were, you know, who, uh, once I was like them, and now I want to help them. I want to give back to the community, back to Australia, uh, how much I can. Thank you very much.